Good evening from the AIS Training Hall in Canberra for the continuation of Round 7 of the WNBL, a fixture that so far has thrown up some surprising results around the country and indeed across the Tasman. John Keogh courtside to see the AIS host the Townsville Fire for Sport Radio. Craig Ravel is courtside talking to the coaches. Well, Peter Buckle, after a big win last night over the, uh, well, supposed favourites of the ADF WNBL, it's here to the AIS where you have a bit of a uh, point to prove, I imagine, after that uh, first game in the series. Yeah, look, we're, we're unhappy, clearly, about uh, um, the AIS getting up, you know, 30-odds uh, at the end of uh, two weeks ago. So, yeah, look, we do, but we're really, it's a, it's a learning curve, you know, as our team comes together. We've used that as a, as a great learning curve, not just a motivating thing we want to do better, but how do we do it better? How do we go about doing it better? Uh, and that's been really important for us. Interestingly tonight, it's uh, the likes of Kayla Francis and Mariana Tolo who you're going to have to do a lot of work on, and don't, not having the tallest team in the league, the girls are going to have to play real tall. Yeah, that's exactly right. And look, we've got to lock up, they're, they're two great young players, we've got to lock up on those two great young players, and it's going to take, you know, a, a good team defensive effort, you know, it's not uh, uh, one person just shutting down Francis or Tolo, that's too hard, it's going to take uh, everybody out there working hard. Well, all the best for tonight. Yeah, thanks buddy. Well, Dean Kinsman, an important game tonight up against the team you've already beaten this season, it'd be nice to win a series, particularly for yourself who's not done so at the AAS yet. Oh, thanks for reminding me of that. Uh, yeah, look, it would be... Uh it's, it's really a, an interesting contest for us because to go into a game where originally you think you'd be favourite, but then after last night's result, there's a good level at us. Say, well, look, on your night, everyone's fired up, and, and they've got good talent in their team. So, you know, we're, we're expecting a really, really tough contest, and a winner series for us is an important thing. It's an important part of their development. So uh, there's a lot of focus and emphasis on tonight's game. Still, the injuries are just uh, niggling away, and tonight Molly Lewis is out of the side. Yeah, unfortunately she rolled her ankle on the, at Thursday at practice and uh, it's, it's not significant, it's probably a, a one to two uh, and Gazy just tweaked her back the other day, nothing, again, nothing, she could have played probably tonight but it was, uh, we'll wait because we've got two games, one midweek and one next Saturday so we want to just make sure we rest her for that and get her right for those two. Katie Esri, uh, 49, game number 49 I think it is tonight and uh, it is going to be uh, interesting, an amazing feat too, to play that many games for the AIS, which is normally not able to be done by players. Yeah, look, I was looking at it the other day, and um, she's going to graduate out at the end of this year, and uh, she'll probably be the third highest, or she's assuming that she plays the rest of the game, she'll be the third most played games at the AIS. And uh, only being 18, uh, normally they'd stay into probably 19, so she could, could play another season, but we felt that she'd probably be good for her to her development and have a year in the, in the league with someone else next year. Uh, she's still a big part about our GEMS program. But yeah, she's a young talent. She's grown and matured a lot. She's uh, strong. She's quick. She's That mid-range game jump shot, she's probably as good as anyone. What well, we have seen from one of your younger players, Nicole Hunt, is some, some great chops, just not being afraid to put it up. And they've been coming off, which has been building on her confidence. Oh, certainly. Look, there's, you, you would have seen probably at the beginning of the year, you know, they were there, they weren't dropping for her. Uh, the good thing is that she's really worked hard and persevered at a game. And the, the last two games that she's played, she's played really, really well. And, and, it's, and it's good because she's just a, a really, really good young player. And, and I think there's good things for her in the league in the years to come. Well, it's been an interesting round seven already, and we wish all the best tonight. Yeah, it certainly has. And, uh, you know, it opens the door. There's only two losses between the first three places and where we sit in tenth. So, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's there for anybody that wants to get a little bit consistent. And 
Very nice. All the best. Thanks a lot. Dean Kinsman, the coach of the AIS, catching up with Sport Radio's Craig Ravel. I'm now joined by Simon Peters, courtside. Simon, a big round of upsets so far. Less than a minute away from a start here. What can we expect tonight? Apart from a microphone, there we go. Uh, we saw, yeah, a huge upset last night. The Townsville Fire, who came here a couple of weeks back and got spanked by the Capitals, spanked by the AIS, upset the number one team in the country, the Sydney Flames, last night. So, yeah, we can expect uh, a big game. Rahani Cox is going to be the girl to watch for Townsville. She's an international class player. Not quite sure why she's not playing in Europe. or 27 points, 15 rebounds last yeah, night for Cox. Amazing. amazing. Two double-double performances as well. Jennifer Krause pulled in 27, uh, sorry, 17 points and 13 rebounds herself. We're just about set for a tip-off here. Starting fives are out onto the court for the AIS and Townsville Fire. We'll run through the starting fives for the respective teams in just a moment. Of course, the AIS... In a big upset last time these two teams met two weeks ago, winning 84 to 55, looking to repeat that performance tonight. There is a bit of a delay at the jump ball. Ebsery, Newley, Tolo, Francis and Hunt out there for the AIS are in the way. Ebsery works into the front court for the Institute, immediately passes it to Nicole Hunt, who's sporting some darker hair this week. She goes the give and go to Kayla Francis, swinging to Ebsery. The little give to Francis under the basket didn't drop. And here comes the fire up the court. Wilson, Cox, through arms. That's at Abbott now, back outside to Kraus. She works it to Wilson at three-point territory, being guarded by Hunt. Works it to Abbott, puts up the two-point J, doesn't drop. Kraus gets an offensive rebound. She's second in the league for rebounds behind Kayla Francis. So the two leading rebounders in the league out on court going head-to-head tonight. They are matching up on each other early as well because Mariana Tolo's going with Bianca Abbott. Here comes Cox. Coming off 27 points last night. Shot didn't drop off the drive. Hunt pushing it down the court on the dribble. Dribbles behind her back into the front court. Yeah, we saw some of that brilliance straight off the bat there from Rahani Cox. Went for a great drive and almost pulled down our own offensive class. Here's Tolo looking to put up a shot. Kraus working very hard. Tolo gets her own rebound. Should have got the put back to drop, Simon. Yeah, really unlucky there. I think she caught Kraus a little off guard and was able to pick up the offensive board. But... Uh, yeah, got to put those ones away. More than a minute into the first quarter. No score on the board yet. The AIS taking on the Townsville Fire. Here's Cox. Right hand lane drives it. Picks up the foul and knocks in the lane. Just smart play. You saw a drive curl off that off that screen there and, and split the two bigs in, in Kayla Francis and Mariana Tolo. Kept the ball down low, close to a body. Forced them to have to reach so we even get a shot at the ball. Tolo called for the foul. So that is a concern. She's averaging three and a half fouls a game. Did get fouled out against the Canberra Capitals last round. Yeah, it just has a tendency to, um, if she's out of position and she hasn't moved her feet well, that she'll reach. And that's, that's just an inexperienced thing that you know, she'll break as, uh, as the years push on. Rowani Cox converts the three-point play for the Townsville Fire. They lead three points to nil. One a minute and a half in. Here comes Nicole Hunt from downtown. She is hot from that territory in the last few weeks, Simon. We saw her do it last week. She was uh, on fire last week. And uh, we, looks like we're going to see more of the same tonight. At the other end, Abbott has it knocked away from her. Gets a second chance, though, and banks it off the backboard. Five yeah, points nice to three. Yeah, and that, that's the sort of play... You know, it was such a... Um, such a disappointment when Townsville were here a couple of weeks ago. They just weren't the old Townsville of old, which is, you know, really run and gun stuff. As ooh, well, Hunt went for the triple again. It almost dropped, bounced very high off the ring over, out of court. She hit two or four three pointers 
back the last time these two teams met a couple of weeks ago, Nicole Hunt. She was dynamite against the Capitals last round too, Simon. Yeah, that outside shot of hers is a good option. Wilson driving hard to the basket. Got her own offensive rebound. Kicked it back outside to Abbott. Gets to the elbow. Working against Francis. Francis almost got a hand to it, but Abbott up to the task, drained the basket. Yeah, it wasn't an easy one, but Abbott made, uh, found a way. and that was, that was actually a really good D there from Kayla Francis. Seven points to three. The Townsville Fire have started a lot better than they did last time against the AIS. Fadeaway shot from Francis. Didn't drop. Here comes Baxter down the court, crosses over onto the left hand, drives down the left hand lane and draws another foul. This time, I think it may be against Ebsury. Yep, Katie Ray Ebsury picks up that one, her, her first personal. Yeah, we, um, that last shot from California is just a little bit forced. She just pushed it up a little hard, but um, we'll see her settle into it. She's really turned into a, a, a legitimate WNBL star here in our league. Baxter the eighth-best free-throw shooter in the league, shooting at 82%, nails the first free-throw and the second. She's two from two tonight, and the Townsville fire out to a nine-point-to-three lead. Nicole Hunt being pressed in the backcourt by Wilson. She passes in the front court to Mia Newley, playing the three-roll for the Institute, starting five tonight. Francis, a give to Hunt, drives to the left-hand lane, show on the fadeaway. Gee, it was ambitious, Simon. It was Very never going to drop, was it? Yeah, just a, a turnaround in, the, in tall timber there. It's Rani Cox drives, doesn't, a lot of contact there on that attempt, but no foul called and Townsville come away with it again nice inside pass from Abbott to Cox, she gets the points I don't think we've got to know it's timeouts being called, I thought there might have been a foul on that shot, but uh, after last night's victory against Sydney, that's kind of what we've expected I think at the beginning of this game for Townsville to come out firing 11 points to 3, 6 minutes 48 remaining on the first quarter lock, clock here at the AIS training hall Simon, Mia Newley has a big task on Rowani Cox tonight. Very important matchup. Huge job. Anyone that's going to pick up Rowie tonight has got a really, a really big assignment. Um, just looking at the, at the Townsville starters there, three of them are AIS alumni in Rowani Cox, Kelly Wilson and Tanya Baxter. She was Tanya Heritage back in the day when she was here, but uh, they're, they're no strangers to playing here in this hall. They've all had success here, so... Uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough tough night for the Institute girls tonight. You speak about the Townsville Fire starting five. An interesting statistic thrown up during the week. They average 72 points per game, the Townsville Fire, but 61 of those come from their starting five. So depth on the bench is something they perhaps struggle with somewhat. That was one of the big interesting matchups that was going into the game last night because uh, certainly in my opinion, I think Sydney are a bit the same. Mate. Sydney have a brilliant starting five. Now that Eva Afiaki is back, they've got a, a really great top six. But you go after that number six position, I think they lack some depth. And uh, obviously, Townsville came away with it last night. Kelly Wilson with a steal off the inbound ball. Goes down court and the right-hand layup, two points for her. That is a problem for the Institute. They lead the league in average turnovers a game, averaging 20. But Townsville Fire turning over the second most, averaging 17 turnovers a game, 13 points oh, to three. Great Here's pass. Tolo. Great little give received under the basket. She knocked it in. Yeah, nearly fired that in ahead of Tolo. Knew that Tolo was going to go toward the baseline to get that pass and that would give her the, uh, the position to make a nice, easy layup. Townsville Fire working it around the top of the arc. Oh, great pass from Baxter to Cox under the basket. She made no mistake off the glass. Yeah, I'm not liking this uh, newly Cox matchup. Uh, Rahani's just getting easy looks way too easily at the moment. Um, Mia's going to have to really step up. Dean Kinsman does have some other options to go with Rahani Cox. I seem to remember Kayla mm. Francis has gone with her in the past, but there's also Emma Langford, who's a nice 
kind of science player Definitely. and has got good pace. She's sitting on the bench at the moment, though. She is coming back only one week back from injury. That could be, you know, into the equation for her maybe not taking that role. Here's Cox for the triple. She is hot. She had five or six feet clear of Newley, just came off of the screen there. Newley got caught up and got an easy basket. She's already up to ten points for the night, Rowani Cox. Less than five minutes into this game. She's on fire. Here comes Hunt from downtown. She's got her second triple. Yes, they're executing their offense really well. They're getting good, easy looks. We've seen Tolo with two easy baskets right down under the basket. You know, they, they draw that attention. The defense starts to think, ooh, we've got to watch the, the players in the low post. And then Hunt gets freed up there, knocks down the three. It's a really valuable asset she's got in her game, Nicole Hunt, the triple shot, because she carries the ball up and she can actually just shoot the three herself instead of always having to dish off. Yeah, it's, she certainly, um, I think her strength as a guard at the moment is, is as that shooting guard. I'm not convinced yet that she's a, a point guard. Her ability to bring the ball up under pressure has been a little dicey, but she is young as well. So, you know, the Kristen Beals and the Alicia Potos of the world all came through this AIS program, and they were pretty sketchy at bringing the ball up when they were here as well. 18 points to 10. Steph Cumming and Nikita Martin have checked into the game for the AIS for their first minutes. Cumming picks up her first foul. Wilson with the ball on the left-hand dribble. Fresh 24 seconds on the clock here for the fire. Shot coming up from Holly Smith. Can't bank it, though. So 18 points to 10. The Institute have worked themselves back into the game somewhat. Four minutes 40 remaining on the first quarter clock. Kayla Francis receives from Hunt at the top of the perimeter. Gave it back to Hunt. They liked that play quite a bit, the one-two between those players. Nikita Martin now. Fed it to Newley. She's a fantastic three-point shooter. Drives into the basket. Nice little spin move. Pops it up. She can't make the basket, but is fouled. Yeah, um, saw Rahani Cox all over there, really didn't even, uh, while she fouled her in the end, it, it gave her no option to even put up a, a nice look. 20 points to 10, Rahani Cox is the leading scorer on the court with 20 points as Mia Newley drains the first free throw. That's her first points of the evening and she makes the second too, makes no mistake and a substitution, Mariana Tolo checks in, Mia Newley checks out, there's a double substitution for the Townsville Fire. Abbott and Baxter sitting down. Cherie Smith comes in for the fire. And she was also joined by Lisa Braunberger as Kelly Wilson brings the ball up to the court for the Townsville fire. Nicole Hunt guarding her. Passes to Cherie Smith. She had a hot hand last time these two teams met. Nailed two from two from the three-point arc. Braunberger with the ball. Dishes to Cox in the left-hand corner. Fade away from two-point territory. She just had her foot inside the three-point arc. That was an amazing shot. Hit it from just inside downtown. More importantly, she's pretty much just scoring at will at the moment with uh, no one in the AIS defence really being able to get in her way. Here comes Nicole Hunt down the right-hand lane. She's fouled by Cherie Smith. Apologies for the interference going on. Try and work on that. Meanwhile, Nicole Hunt will go to the line. She is already on six points this evening. And she's going to shoot a pair. Emma Langford preparing to check in for her first minute. Simon Peters doing some wonderful technology <laughs> stuff behind the scenes. Simon, you've figured out the problem. Great stuff. Yes, yeah, it's all good now. It's all good. So, Nicole Hunt at the line for the AIS. Makes the first. She's up to seven points. Coming off two terrific recent games. 21 points last round against the Canberra Capitals and 17 against the Townsville Fire a couple of weeks ago. Jamie Kennedy seeing some minutes as well as Nicole Hunt takes a well-deserved rest on eight points, 14 to 23, the AIS trail the fire. Yeah, we want, you want Hunt to uh, be fairly fresh for the, 
entirety of this game, she's carrying a scoring load for the team at the moment. Very big, important part of them being able to compete tonight. Braunberger looking to drive right-hand elbow, dishes it back outside to Sheree Smith. Here's her left-hand hook. She gave a little give under the basket. There was a foul, and it's called against the fire, even though it had the ball off the ball under the basket. Simon, did you catch it? Well, I think it might have been a three-second call, actually, because there's I no think you're fouls right. been signalled. So, yeah, I wasn't able to see the foul, and that's, that's good. It wasn't there. <laughs> Good call, Simon. It was a three-second violation by the Townsville Fire. Steph Cumming has it, the left 45. Ooh. This is the Tolo. She was collected pretty heavily under the basket. Yeah. No foul call, though it's out of court on the fire. Yeah, unlucky not to, to get the foul call. The refs have let a uh, little bit go so far in this game. So, as we say week in, week out, as long as they call the same way all game, everyone's happy. Abbott and Banks to check back in for the Townsville Fire. Tolo under the basket now, dishes it to Langford. She gets it back outside to Nikita Martin. Oh, nice. She hits the triple. So probably the strength this AIS team has at the moment. They've got uh, strength down low with Tolo and with Kayla Francis, but if that's not going, they've got some great outside shooters. Nikita Martin shooting the ball at 34% from the perimeter this season. It's really interesting. They've been shooting it fantastically well from beyond the perimeter as Rowani Cox puts in her 15th point in the first quarter, 25-17. But the RAS, actually the worst three-point shooting team in the league according to team stats, but they've been shooting from beyond the perimeter in the last three weeks incredibly well. They must have had a shocking start to the season because they have been nailing it in the last couple of weeks, as you said, John. Here comes... Steph coming for the triple, doesn't make it. They've got a pretty small team out there at the moment. Kayla Francis taking a sit down. Mariana Tolo, the only genuine tall out there. Langford is playing the number two position at the moment. They've got three guards out there. Jamie Kennedy, Steph coming, Nikita Martin. Turn it over against the Townsville Fire. Oh, then Langford has it stolen of her. She was stripped of the ball. Cherie Smith emerges with it and passes to Baxter. The Townsville Fire will reset up in the front court. 25-17, to 17, they lead. That's that smarts again. I mean, Langford's not a ball carrier. Um, neither of the two guards of the AAS came over to, to give her the option to pull it out as we see Nikita Martin pick up her first personal of the night. Um, Rahani Cox saw that you know, Langford didn't want it. She didn't want to be bringing the ball up. She's not a ball carrier and was just able to go behind her and pick a pocket there and uh, come up with possession. Langford takes a sit down. Kayla Francis checks back in for the Institute. Rohani Cox is at the line. Her team leads 25-17. She rolls that one in, got the shooter's roll. Up to 16 points in his first quarter. Rowani Cox, she is dynamite. Misses the second, though. It juggled out. Francis has spent quite a bit of time on the pine in this first quarter. Pulls down the rebound, works it into the front court on the dribble. She can do it all. Dishes to Jamie Kennedy. Distributes back to Francis at the 45 now with Nikita Martin. Left-hand side to Kennedy. Martin now was open for the three. Has a look inside. Tolo's fouled as Nikita Martin went to pass it to her. And before the shot... Just a defence a little overzealous on Tolo, but they pulled it off down here before. You can understand why they'd give it another go, but um, kind of lucky death the Institute too. That was a pretty ambitious pass. Foul called on Bianca Abbott of the Townsville Fire, and the AIS will have to be careful because they're on five team fouls for the quarter. The Townsville Fire on three. We're still one minute 47 away from quarter time. Receiving is Francis. Oh, yeah. She nails the triple. They've hit she four triples in this first quarter. And they still trail 20 points to 26, so that underlines the dominance of Rowani Cox, who's on 16 points. The Townsville Fire on 26. 
He's under the basket. Abbott can't make the shot. Krauss pulls down the rebound, nice dishes to Cherie Smith, who gets it back outside to Baxter. The Townsville Fire have a fresh 24. Abbott dishes to Wilson, the 45, driving against Kennedy, right-hand baseline. Pops up a shot, crashes against the backboard. It's out of court against the Townsville Fire. Inbound pass, defensive baseline for the AIS. Yeah, not a great drive there from Wilson. I, think she, I thought she travelled on the beginning of the drive too, but uh, ended up missing the ring completely with that little leaning shot. Kelly Wilson had an uncharacteristic poor game last time these two teams met. Only shot five points for the entire evening. She'll be looking to make amends for that. Mm. Francis pulls up for the two-point, Jay. Can't hit it, though. Wilson, down the right-hand wing, working into the front court. Now onto the left-hand dribble, crosses over to the other side of the court before passing to Tanya Baxter. Kraus has it now at the top of Rimmer. Back to Baxter being guarded by Steph Cumming. Ten seconds on the shot clock here for the Townsville Fire. 37 on the game clock. Driving an offensive foul called. Great wow. blocking work there by Steph Cumming. You didn't believe... You didn't like the call, Simon? No, just... I couldn't see it. We saw Baxter take off in that drive into the traffic. and Between the foul and, and you and I, there was probably about seven players. But, um, yeah, no... Not disbelieving it, but just uh, surprising. The offensive foul, by the way, was called on Tanya Baxter. Rowani Cox checks back in for the Townsville Fire. 15 seconds on the shot, 25 on the game here in the first quarter. Kennedy has it. Dishes over the left-hand side to Cumming. She fakes, picks up the dribble. Dishes back outside. Martin, for a second look at a three-pointer. Hits the front of the ring. Now down to 13 seconds. Here comes Baxter, running the ball down the court on the transition. She's held up, though, by the Institute, but the Townsville Fire will get the last shot away. Here's Cox with the hot hand. Can't hit it. Kraus almost got the offensive rebound. Kennedy came crashing in. It's knocked out of court. 2.2 seconds left. Inbound pass for the Fire. They've got enough time to get a shot up if they are good enough. Wilson fumbled the ball, puts up the shot. Will it count? Not according to the referee, Carl Simpson. He says no score, even though Kelly Wilson hit the shot, but she let it go just after... The quarter-time buzzer rang. Well, pretty entertaining first quarter here, Simon. The Townsville Fire started on fire. They lead now 26 points to 20. The AIS, pretty good second half of that first quarter. Yeah, I mean, the AIS by no means in any trouble here. Rahani Cox has absolutely lit it up for the fire. She's on uh, 16 points already. The AIS have had a a reasonable start, and they're only down by six. So uh, they're, they're doing very, very well at the moment. We need to... I think they need to keep Kayla Francis... And probably Nicole Hunt and Tolo out there as, as much as possible. They're going to be able to uh, certainly negate a lot of that pressure that Townsville can put away under the board. Jen Krause, as we mentioned, is an exceptionally good rebounder. And uh, she's a, a tough character and hard to get on top of. Well, one player who isn't out there tonight for the OS is Molly Lewis, unfortunately injuring her ankle during the week at training. But she joins us now. Molly, I'm not out there tonight. The girls, an indifferent start for them. But how's the ankle going? Um, well, it's not as bad as we thought it was at the start. It's only a tear on one side and a bit detached from the bone on the inside of my foot. But um, hopefully only two weeks and I want to get back quicker than that because I'll be leaving here soon anyway. So I want to get the last training session in. Now you say you'll be leaving here soon. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, my scholarship finishes on the 30th of November. So um, I'll be out of here and finishing up my two and a half years. And what are the plans for Molly Lewis beyond the AIS basketball here? Um, well, actually, I'm signing with the Flames, so into the 12. 
which is very exciting and nerve-wracking for me, but I'm looking forward to it. So you'll be lining up with the Flames for the remainder of the WNBL season? Yeah, in the 12, so... Yeah. Are you originally a Sydney girl? Um, yeah, I'm from Central Coast, so yeah, New South Wales. Okay, so be interesting lining up against your old teammates when you come around against them later in the season. Yeah, it'll be weird, actually, very weird. Molly, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Second quarter is just underway here at the AIS training hall. That was Molly Lewis, who's unfortunately out injured tonight for the AIS. Simon Peters will take us through some of the first quarter stats very shortly. The Townsville Fire have the ball in the front court. Jennifer Kraus looks under the basket. Oh, great block from Tolo. Francis reclaimed the ball for the Institute. Jamie Kennedy now carrying the ball up for the Institute, running the floor. Simon, how are the first quarter stats looking? Well, one thing we've seen all season, uh, no matter who they've been playing, is the AIS dominate on the boards, but not in that first quarter. They only pulled down five rebounds. Probably a lot of that had to do with the... Uh, Pretty amazing shooting of Rahani Cox. She shot six of nine. The team in general shot 60%. So uh, not a lot of rebounds coming off the, the Townsville shooting. Tolo has pegged back the deficit to four points. She put in a little shot underneath the basket. 26 points to 22. The Townsville fire lead. What about some of the individual scorers on the scoreboard, Simon? Well, Rahani Cox leading all scorers with 16 points there. The next high scorer for Townsville is uh, Bianca Abbott with only four points. Here's Cox here, reclaims it, kept it in court right beside the Sport Radio commentary box, but it did come out of court on the Townsville Fire, so it'll be an institute ball. Me and Yuli preparing to check back in. Anything else that captures your eyes on the stats, Simon? Yeah, Nicole Hunt has eight, eight points, Mariana Tolo four, well she has six now. Um, one good thing to come out of that first quarter too for the institute, only two turnovers. As we see, Francis... Backs it in, and the low post turns around and scores on Abbott. So the Institute on a 4-0 run here at the start of the second quarter. Difference only two points now. The Townsville Fire 26, the AIS 24. Also interested to know, Simon, if you have it in front of you, the minutes played by a few of the players, particularly the likes of Kayla Francis. I didn't feel like she was out there as much as she may have been in other games early on. Eight minutes. I, I thought exactly the same thing, John, but uh, yeah, she's played eight minutes. So, uh, you know, <laughs> we were sort of commenting at the beginning there that... Uh, Kayla Francis needs to see some big minutes. I think she just sort of went off during that period when uh, Rahani Cox was scoring at will and probably uh, made it a little more evident. Ooh. Kayla Francis turned it over there, tried to get a little dish as she drove to the basket to Mariana Toller. What about Caddy Ray Ebsery? She's sitting on the bench at the moment. She get many minutes in the first quarter? Almost five. Four minutes, 53. So every one of the AIS girls hitting the floor there. Um, Emma Langford was the one that caught my eye too. She was only out there for a minute. 1 minute 48 and uh, came off after uh, a little turnover up the other yeah. end. Whether she's still got some niggling from that injury or, or not, we don't know. She had a terrific game last week. Absolutely, Nine yeah. points in a return yeah. game. And I reckon she really added something in that number three kind of position in this institute definitely, team. Definitely. As we mentioned last week, she's a great size. She's a, a good, solid body. She can bring the ball up the floor. She dribbles well. She shoots well. And uh, just her, her general presence on the floor is is uh, pretty exceptional for a player of this experience. So uh, hopefully there's no dramas there with the injury and it was just uh, not fitting in with the game plan. 26 points to 24, the Townsville Fire lead. We have had a timeout here at the AIS Training Hall. Quickly running through some other huge results last night in the WNBL. A number of upsets in all four games, I would say. They're all, in fact, upsets. <laughs> uh, let's start off with the Canberra audience listening on Sport Radio. Perth Lynx defeating the Canberra Capitals. 77 points to 68. Carly Wilson top scoring with 24 points for the Lynx. Abby Bishop 22 and Kelly Abrams 16 for the Capitals. But Simon, 
that was a big turn up. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a game the Capitals, you know, knocking on the door of first place. Sydney dropped their game. That bodes really well for the Capitals. Uh, but then they dropped to Perth. That, that's, you know, I looked at the box score. Didn't seem to be anything amazing on the on the scorecard that really stood out. So uh, we'll get to have to wait and talk to the Capitals later this week and see what the deal was. Tolo travels with the ball after she pulled down the rebound, wrestling with the ball with Roani Cox. Nice work too. It was unfortunate to pick up that travel. So inbound pass, offensive baseline, Townsville fire. Roani Cox hasn't started the second quarter. She started the first, yet to score, as is her team in this second quarter. She has a look here, left-hand baseline, pulls up, fires from abroad, can't hit it. Offensive rebound, got on the bounce. Tolo hung back somewhat. And there's a foot violation against the Townsville Fire. Lucky. So lucky there for the Institute. Yeah, Nikita Martin there. I mean, uh, Rowie put up the three and Nikita Martin walked away from her. She was allowed to go in and get that offensive pass. As you mentioned, you know, we've gone almost three minutes into this game, two and a half minutes. Townsville have not scored. Nicole Hunt running the ball rapidly into the front court. Dishes to Newley. Offloads now to Tolo under the basket. Abbott backing into her. Tolo put up the right-hand hook. Abbott, great little rebound. Gave the dish to Wilson, who gets in front of Hunt down the dribble. The tools are there, though, in the key at the defensive end of the court for the RIS. And the Townsville Fire, still 14 seconds on the shot clock. Wilson, the 1-2 back to her. Abbott, Cherie Smith, bounce pass to Cox in the post. Working against Tolo with the block. Oh, that's a massive block. She's averaging 2.2 .2 of those a game. Tolo, second in the league. Putting up a prayer on the shot clock was Baxter. It didn't drop. Here come the Institute. Relay down the court. Newley, left-hand corner. Fires Dang. the three-pointer and the bench to their feet. Now, that's a Newley. We've seen plenty of, uh, plenty of that from her brother during his time here at the AIS. He's an amazing shooter, and clearly it's genetic. <laughs> Mia Newley hitting him at 36% from the three-point arc this season, so she has got a hot hand. And the uh, under-21 World Championships, or it may have been under-19s, I'm not sure, Simon, she was the leading three-point shooter out of all the countries. It's amazing. No basket called there as... Not sure what happened there. I think we had a travelling violation. We should also point out the AIS are in front, I think for the first time in the game. Yep. 27 points to 26. So they've fought themselves well and truly back into the contest because they... Trailed by around about 12 points in that first quarter. They're now in front by a single digit. Mariana Tolo passes to Nicole Hunt. The Institute have the ball in the front court with 15 seconds on the shot clock. They're working around nicely. There's a hold going on under the basket. That? And Abbott called for... No, it's not Abbott, rather. It's Holly Smith called for a pushing foul on Mariana Tolo. I'll tell you what, she is absolutely mauling everyone she's defending down here. We saw before when Tolo had the ball... If you're going to play that defense, you've got to go straight up. And she is leaning right over and pushing her out of the play. Ref standing three feet from her on the last play. Didn't call a thing. So I'm glad to see they've actually picked that up now. Oh, the pass from Hunt went wayward. Turnover. Running it down the court Kirby now. Kirby Dalgleish. Kirby Dalgleish on for her first minutes this evening, Simon. The sister of Michaela Benny, formerly Michaela Dalgleish. His Baxter from downtown. She hits the triple from the top of the perimeter. She can shoot truck. She's a, an amazing shooter. She was, a, of course, a member of that legendary AIS team that won it all back in 99. So uh, there's no denying her ability to be able to play. Kayla Francis. She's going with the oh. turnaround, Jay, again. She's oh. tried that a few times tonight. Offensive rebound came from Newley. Then Tolo ripped down the rebound. But I think she took... Krause's head off in the process, according to the referee. Yeah, Simon. fairly incidental too. Pretty unlucky there 
for Mariana. She was going the ball, but I think she might have just collected the head a little bit as she reached for the ball. Nothing intentional in it. So, Townsville Fire are back in front, 29 points to 27. Five minutes 20 remaining in this second quarter. Del Gleish has it. Ebsery guarding her. Ebsery in her last season at the RAS. There'll be a number of WNBL clubs looking for her signature next season because Dean Kinsman was discussing pre-game with Craig Revell that they have decided that it's best if she goes and develops her game beyond the AS next season, Simon, which is interesting in itself. Yeah, um, she's definitely one of those players that's ready, I think, to take that extra step to be pushed a bit. And uh, the AS is, is this team was, uh, it was pretty weak last year, but they only won one game. And they've certainly come of age, I think, a lot. Speaking of Ebsery, she fires, doesn't connect, though, from beyond the perimeter. Cox rips down the rebound. 31-27. Stolen by Hunt, though, on Tanya Baxter. Hunt goes down the right-hand oh. line. Big block by Cox, though. Yeah, Rani Cox, just again, that smarts, just came over. Saw it was going to be a little underhanded lay-in and just came over the top of the shot. Knocked it up against the, rebe- up against the glass and Townsville come away with the ball. And Rani Cox just continues to grow in stature. Interesting comments by Opal's coach, Jan Sterling during the week that she wants Natalie Porter to move towards the number three position, feels that she's too small to play number four, the power forward role in the international scene. But she points out that Rowani Cox can switch between the two yeah. and three role beautifully. She's very versatile. Yeah, Rowie is a smart player. She can certainly adjust her game as, uh, as the coach sees fit. She walks the ball out of court on her offensive baseline that time, Rowani Cox. Timeout called here with 3 minutes 57. Dean Kinsman wants to have a chat to his girls. They trail 27 points to 31. But gee, what a game, Simon. I'm yeah. really, really impressed with the way the Institute have improved this season. And just looking at the ladder, as we, we spoke about the big upset last night, the Capitals going down to the, the Perth Lynx. Yeah. A couple of other big results we should also mention as well. Christchurch, after losing their first seven games of the season... Beat Bulleen last night for their third victory in a row, this time in overtime, 72 points to 68. The scores were locked at 62 apiece after full time. Christchurch actually led by as much as 19 points with eight minutes remaining in regular time. But Donna Wilkins, 14 points, 20 rebounds, a double-double from the former Canberra Capitals. So three in a row for Christchurch, and they've really come of age in this competition now too. Yeah, well, that was always going to be the case. Remember when they they were here first week of of the competition and... uh, we talked with their coach and we talked with some of their players. That, that first week of competition, the team itself had been together for six days. Mm. And they looked very ordinary. They looked too, like they'd been together for yeah. six days. They just looked disorganised and they weren't really sure what was going on. So it was always going to... You always knew they were going to improve. It was always just a matter of how much and how much better they would get. But uh, good to see them hitting their straps. And the Bettigo Spirit have moved into the top four on the WNBL ladder with a big win over Dandenong, 67 points to 47. That's a very impressive defensive effort. Yeah, watched that game last night on ABC2 and uh, Dandenong were terrible. Gabby Richards went into the game with an Achilles injury. Yeah. She top scored with 22 points, quite amazing. I know, but just, yeah, very, very poor performance by Dan and I, I mean, they didn't have Michelle Brogan with them, but even so, you don't just uh, lie down when your star player's not there. Speaking to one of the Rangers statisticians on the phone this afternoon, apparently Michelle Brogan injured her calf just before the game. They were oh, actually wow. expecting her to play. I think it happened in the warm-up, actually, so that was a big loss for the Rangers. We should point out, though, Caitlin Ryan hitting 18 points, but 
Boy, Kathleen McLeod, she was hot in that yeah. first quarter. 16 points of the game, 10 of them came in the first quarter. Yeah, she really, um, she's that sort of player. She's not consistently a big scorer, but when she's on, all of the shots drop. And you know, Kathleen probably brings more to you, to you in, a, in a defensive manner. And she's a very good drive and dish kind of player. But uh, yeah, if she's, if she's feeling it on the night, she will knock down everything. Back to the action here. Roani Cox at the line. Nails both free throws, so she scores her first points of this second quarter. Up to 18, though, for the game. 33-27. to 27, The town to a fire lead. The AIS. Epsari has the ball. Onto the left-hand dribble. She works it. Backing in to Dalglish. She passes at the free throw line to Francis, who kicks it back outside to Langford, who lets go. Fires and connects from the left-hand baseline. There's that outside shooting we mentioned before with the AIS. They can go inside when... Tolo and Francis are feeling it. Uh, Langford, we've been talking about her all game as well. She's got that inside-outside game, and there she proves it with a beautiful try. Six three-pointers coming off the hands of AIS shooters in this first half, but they do trail 29 points to 33. Normally, it's their dominating inside, where we saw last time they were so hot. Here's Baxter. She hits the triple. Great work from her, Tanya Baxter. Up to eight points for the evening. Her team leading 36 to 29. Simon, last time we saw these two teams play, it was the talls of the AIS, Tyler and Francis, that dominated. They seem to be doing it from the oh. perimeter tonight, as Kennedy just misses from abroad. Yeah, although that, that being said, they've had some. Uh, there've been periods there where Tyler scored, I think, four points pretty much at ease, and that will down in the, in the low post situation. So that's the AIS's plus they've got going this season. They can go inside, outside. They need to be consistent with it and keep doing it. Cox missed the three-point attempt, but Baxter came out with the ball. The Townsville fire another 24 seconds to set up. Delgleish dishes to Krause. Krause fakes, dribbles, passes back outside to Cherie Smith. Pass to Cox, gets a screen from Smith against Newley. Cox fires, can't get her own rebound. Newley does, though. Works the ball down the court to the AIS. Has it stolen by Cox. She'll run down the transition. Puts it in, up to 20 points, Roani Cox. It's another, exa- it's an, another experience thing there. Mia Newley, once again, not a great carrier of the ball. And the AIS guard's nowhere to be seen to, to give her that option to get out of trouble. Here's Newley now. Passes to Jamie Kennedy, one of the more traditional ball carriers for the AIS. Passes back to Newley. Kennedy at the top of the triple territory. Double teamed with Kayla Francis. Lost it behind her back. Dalglish stripped her of the ball. Works it very awkwardly down the transition on the fast break. Can't put it in. Francis, great work from her. She pulled down the rebound, fell over, but she's okay to her feet now. The AIS safety now with the ball into the front court with Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, there's no trouble. Before that little uh, turnover and points there from Townsville, they were only winning this quarter 10 to 9. So the Institute's still well and truly in this game. Few errors, though, are creeping into the Institute game. Here's Newley. One second on the shot clock. Can't hit the triple. Cherie Smith pulls down the big rebound. There is a foul going on across the ball. And it's called against Tanya Baxter when they had possession, the Townsville Fire. I didn't see it, John. I don't know what was there. I know that two Townsville players went um, were were trying to bring the ball up and one of the AI skills sort of hedged at him. So I think caught off guard there, Baxter, and uh, got a foul for a trouble. Emma Langford takes a sit down. Nikita Martin checking back in for the AIS. Only 46 seconds remaining in this first half. 38 to 29. The Townsville Fire lead the AIS. The young girls would love to pull back that margin before halftime. Ebsery drove baseline, dish it back outside to Martin, through hands to Newley to Francis, fakes against Cox, works it inside the three point, pulls up for the big 15 foot J, knocks it down. Very uncharacteristic play there from Rahani Cox. Although, uh, you know, uh, 
She fell for the fake, didn't she? Absolutely. The old parachute play, we used to call it. You send your defender up so they jump up in the air like they're doing parachutes. Now, there's 12 seconds remaining on the shot. 14 on the game clock here for the Townsville Father. Look to milk the clock as long as they can. Cox has it at three-point territory. Knocks it down again. She is absolutely hot. And that's the kind of player she is. She knows she's stuffed up down here. She'll work hard to make, make amends to the end Two of the seconds floor. remaining. Here's Francis on the buzzer from Ooh. downtown. Can't hit it. Good relay pass down the court from Katie Ebsery, but the Institute couldn't make the Townsville Fire pay. And at halftime here at the AIS Training Hall, it is the Townsville Fire with a 10-point lead, 41 points to 31. Leading scorer on the court is Rowani Cox with 23 points. She has had a dominating first half, Simon. Yep, and uh, the Institute did a good job. They slowed her down, only seven points for her in that second quarter, but... Uh, Still able to make some big baskets at the right time of the game. Uh, you know, we saw her miss this shot here from Francis, and Francis be able to drive around her and, and uh, hit the easy two, but then gets down the other end of the court, gets a nice easy look at the basket. We also saw her instrumental in a couple of turnovers there in that second quarter. So, um, I mean, that's, that's what champions do. If they're not scoring, if, if the, the, the flow of points gets cut off, they, they make amends, they adjust their game, and they, they compete and they uh, contribute to the team in other areas. Time for a break here on Sport Radio. Back soon with more WNBL action between the AIS and Townsville Fire. Welcome back to the AIS Training Hall in Canberra for the second half between the AIS and Townsville Fire. The Fire leading 41 points to 31. Looking at some of the individual scorers for the respective teams for the Townsville Fire, well, it's been all about Rowani Cox on 23 points. She's also joined by Tanya Baxter on 8 points. They're the main... Scorers for the Townsville Fire. The AIS have shared around somewhat more. Their leading scorer is Nicole Hunt with eight points. And if memory serves me correct, she scored all of those eight points in the first half. Mariana Toller has six points. Kayla Francis, seven. And five points also coming off the hand of Mia Newley. Simon Purtis, how are some of the other stats looking up in terms of the team sense? Well, that rebounding uh, problem that the AIS have had has continued into this uh, half-time break, they're down 24 to 14 in the rebound count. A uh, lot more turnovers, six turnovers in that quarter. Uh, it got it pretty physical there for a, a big chunk of that quarter. The referees decided that they would let a lot of stuff go, and as such, we saw a few more turnovers from both teams. The shooting percentage, um, Townsville slowed right down. I think they had 58% at quarter time, down to 42 now. The AIS pretty much right on track. They had 40%. At quarter time, now they have 39.3. So, uh, yeah, definitely still in this game in a big way, the AIS. They just need to get a few more stops and get their, get their offense running a little bit cleaner. Second half is underway. Both coaches reverting to their starting fires from the first quarter. Big block came from Jennifer Krause on Kayla Francis. And the Townsville Fire will work it into the front court, running through the starting fires for the second half for the Institute. It's Kayla Francis, Nicole Hunt, Katie Ebsery, Mariana Tolo and Mia Newley for the Townsville Fire. Kelly Wilson, Tanya Baxter, Bianca Abbott, oh. Jennifer Krause and Rowani Cox who put up a shot there. Simon Peters, how did you see it? What happened? Uh, from here, and that's about 10 feet away, I think Newley fouled her, but uh, the referee saying that no, she just reached the hand in. Here's Krause with a catch and shoot. Oh, Great little pass from Baxter on the baseline. Yeah, that's obviously a set play that they run. Just looking at the stats at halftime for Jen Krause, you look at, the, look at her on the box score and think, yeah, she didn't really do a lot. But she's certainly a big part of their 
their team at, at both ends of the floor, whether she's scoring or just pulling in rebounds. Nicole Hunt tried to convert her third three-pointer of the match. Wasn't successful. The Townsville fire into the front court, leading 43-31. Cox has it in the low post against Newley. Uses her size there nicely. Backs it in. Puts up the shot and it drops. Yeah, that's that match-up again. Match-up trouble. Just throw. just too smart, too big. Able to just get into the position she wanted and put a pretty easy little two-foot hook straight into the bottom of the net. Mia Newley off the one step from oh. downtown. She nails the triple, her second of the evening. That was sweet. She just curled off the top of that screen there, took the ball and shot it all in one nice fluid motion. Tell you what, Simon, there is a bit of three-point competition out there tonight. Mia Newley, that's her second. Nicole Hunt has a couple. For the Townsville fire, Rowani Cox has three of them. Here come the Institute through Ebsery down the court, pressing... She distributes over the other side. Here's Newley from downtown again. Bang. She's got it. <laughs> well, she's come out full of confidence in this third quarter. Never even looked like missing either of those two shots. And the Townsville Fire turned the ball over at their own offensive end of the court. All of a sudden, the margin back to eight points, 45-37, and the AIS have possession. Yeah, they. You know, we've mentioned it all through this game. They've got that ability to really hurt teams from the outside, and that will tend to draw their defence out to the perimeter, which then they can reverse it and start getting the ball into Francis and, and Polo. 21 of their 37 points have come from beyond the perimeter of the AIS. As Kayla Francis goes baseline, she is fouled. Cherie Smith picking up her second. Interesting, no players really in foul trouble tonight. Two, the highest count on the court, Simon. Yeah, and um, I think part of that's had to do, as we mentioned, there was a period through that second quarter where they pretty much were letting anything go. And, uh, you know, as such, fouls aren't getting called, people aren't getting in trouble. Some very liberal refereeing, according to Simon Peters tonight. Here's <laughs> Katie Ebsery, dishes to Newley with the hot hand. She has just hit her third three-pointer in as many minutes. If you're Peter Buckle, you are spewing now because... She's just come down and hurt you twice in a row with a three-point shot. There was no one near Newley. And what about the dish and the vision across the key from Katie Ebsery? It's what she does very, very well, Ebsery. She's got very good court vision and she's a great passer of the ball. Mia Newley is now up to four three-pointers for the evening. Here comes Baxter, popped up a shot. Francis ripped down the rebound. Here comes Nicole Hunt, transition basketball. She backed it back out, though. Dishes to the left-hand corner. Apparently, according to the referee, Mia Newley had her foot on the line as she caught the pass from Nicole Hunt. Yeah, the pass was just a little bit wild, so she had to step back uh, a fraction, but fraction too much, obviously. John Keogh and Simon Peters bringing you the Sport Radio call this evening. 45-40, the Townsville Fire leading the AIS with seven minutes remaining in this third quarter. Wilson, creative dish, Ooh. almost an alley-oop pass to Cox. Puts up a strong shot. Francis ripped down the rebound. Cox called for the foul. She tried to strip her of the ball. No, I don't think there was a foul in there. This is, I know I harp on about it week in, week out, but referees is changing the way they blow the game from from half to half and it makes it difficult you saw Rowie just walk up the court pretty frustrated there the, the pressure from Cox was frenetic but there Definitely. wasn't a lot of physical contact no. if any there no, and certainly not as much as, as uh, a few instances they let go earlier in the game AIS well and truly back in this game 45-40 they trail Ooh. Francis put up a prayer from the three point territory didn't look good off the hand right hand side of the ring Nicole Hunt defence fell over so did Tanya Baxter she managed to get a pass it was Wilson rather Got the pass to Abbott in the front court. Here's Cox at the left 45 on the perimeter. Through hands, Abbott 
Baxter now being guarded by Ebster. He slips past her. Creative bounce pass to Smith. Could have gone all the way herself there, Baxter. Smith, though, puts up the shot, misses. Tolo, the rebound, dishes to... Katie Ray Ebsery into the front court courtesy of Mikel Hunt. The pass was decent there from Baxter too. I think Smith just wasn't expecting it at all. Oh, almost a turnover there. Tolo's pass was knocked out of court by Wilson. Wilson, a real terrier for the Townsville Fire. Absolutely. You, you don't want to throw any loose passes around her. She's very quick and she likes to cheat on the, on the defence too and get right in the passing lane and, and almost dare you. And it is something that Peter Buckles obviously brought to this Townsville Fire team a really strong defence, probably from his Canberra oh. Capitals ace. Newly tried to hit her fifth three-pointer, couldn't. The relay pass for the Townsville Fire is out of court. No, it's kept in court by the Institute the at the defensive end. Three here, if they can push the ball up fast enough, but they miss the opportunity. Just settling things down. Tolo in the post. She's fouled under the basket by Bianca Abbott. Yeah. That's the thing, you, you, you're seeing it now. You're seeing a lot of pressure from Townsville on the outside game. They're, they're throwing everything they have. Anytime Mia Newley looks like getting the ball, there's a, there's a defender right there in her face. But now that they've slacked off a little bit and Tolo was able to get good space there, make that cut to the basket, and they had no option but to foul her. At the line, Mariana Tolo, who's an 82% free throw shooter, converts the first, was a bit lucky, it rolled in. She's seventh in the league from the free throw line. 41-45, 42-45, she nails two from two from the charity strike. That is an area of her game that she's improved remarkably since last season when she was only a 60% shooter from the free throw line. Here's Wilson, right-hand elbow Ooh. drives, stripped of the ball by Nicole Hunt. Marianne Atolo might have been in there supporting her too. Yeah, it was good D from the Institute, just really got active on the feet and were able to get in the way, it was very nice. Wilson has the ball for the Townsville Fire. Eight seconds on the shot clock here, so under a bit of pressure, the Fire. 42-45, they lead, pulling up this Baxter from the free throw line. Nice, nice little Jay. Hit just, it. Just dribbled into space where she knew she was comfortable to be able to take that pull up, and it's a, you know, a nice high percentage shot. 47-42, five-point margin in favour of the Fire. Hunt has it at the left. 45, dishes to a good friend oh. Kayla Francis who missed the shot on the basket got her own rebound, missed the put back puts up another shot, can't hit it Abbott rips down the rebound and passes to Baxter who bounce passes to Wilson still in the back court, she runs down the left wing now into the front court onto the left flank. AIS have definitely got a size advantage on court at the moment and uh, they're, they're trying hard to use that They've got their two tools out there in Francis and Tolo, newly playing the three position here comes the shot from the fire. Missed. Francis, an effective rebound there. Passes to Hunt. Oh, great running from her down the court. Oh, Dishes to Tolo, who just finger rolls it in off the glass. Yeah, she's not the most um, graceful runner, <laughs> Mariana Tolo, but she was in control and uh, yeah, it was sort of legs and arms everywhere there for a second, but made the easy basket in the end. Mariana Tolo into double figures on 10 points for the evening. Mia Newley is the leading scorer for the AAS on 14. 12 of them have come from beyond the perimeter. Abbott shoots from three-point territory. Missed. Fortuitous offensive rebound came for Rowani Cox, and they get a fresh 24 seconds here. The Townsville fire. Dean Kinson barking instructions from the bench, the coach of the AAS. 13 seconds here for the fire to produce a shot. Baxter pulls up at the elbow, dishes to Smith. She's good from here. Nails the three-pointer. You heard Dean Kinson scream out push-off there, and he's dead right. Um, Kelly Wilson has... Yeah, history of doing that through her career. She'll just drive into space and really use that forearm to extend, give herself some room. But, yeah, let's turn it back around and get the ball down to Tolo in the paint. 
and she makes an easy two-point basket as well. Townsville 50 leading the AIS 46 as Peter Buckle calls a timeout. Yeah, Mariana Tolo really working herself into the game, Simon. She's up to 12 points now for the game. What were her stats at uh, halftime? How many points has she scored in this third quarter? I believe it'd be a few. Yeah, she only had six at halftime and only three rebounds, and I would imagine that her rebound count's gone up a bit from halftime as well. But, um, you know, that's that's basketball. It's, it's There's a lot of talent here in this AIS team, and they can be quiet for you know a quarter or two, as Tolo was fairly quiet, and uh, then she's able to come out and take advantage. And at a good time in the game, too, when Kraus was sitting down, um, Abbott not playing a great defensive game, and certainly Sheree Smith and uh, Holly Smith in, in, well, not exactly foul trouble, but not really being effective defensively.